We are live. Welcome back to episode 96. I'm here with a very special guest and somebody that's been in the news recently and at the University of Windsor for a special announcement yesterday. Danielle Campo McLeod is on air with us. Uh, she's a former Paralympian, gold medalist, and world record holder in, uh, in swimming. She was awarded the Queen Elizabeth Golden Jubilee Medal in 1992, also the Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, Diamond Jubilee Medal in 2012. Um, and then also something that's very, very cool is uh, in 2001 became a member of the Order of Ontario, which I believe is the highest uh, award somebody can receive in the province, which is just mm -hmm. unreal. Um, and then yesterday uh, at the University of Windsor for it sounded like a, a book launch, you were surprised with um, what will take place next June, an honorary doctorate uh, degree from the University of Windsor. So there's so many accolades and accomplishments Danielle has, and I'm so excited to be talking to her tonight. Danielle, thanks for being here. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm still in shock about that doctorate, but here I am. <laughs> well, now you're, you'll, you'll be, uh, you know, officially you could have the uh, DR period next to your name. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I think with the, the Order of Ontario, there's also an acronym that goes next to your name as well. Yes. Yeah, so it's O-O-N-T that you can uh, put next to your name as well. So I'm, I'm wow. stacking up the letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm so excited to talk about your new book, Resurrections. Yes. And um, it's, it's a great read. I've started a little bit. I mentioned earlier that my uh, girlfriend's reading it. She's, she's not one to read, but loves the book and loves the story. Um, but before we get into the, the book chat and, and what this is all about, I just want to talk a little bit about your career and how uh, perhaps you could share how your athletic career and entering swimming and, and the Paralympics started for you. Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, I was diagnosed at uh, the age of two with a neuromuscular disorder. Um, so right away, my parents knew that there were going to be weaker muscles. Um, and so my mom and dad, who both don't swim, uh, put me in the water. And that's where I would do my physiotherapy. Um, as uh, time went on and I continued to get older. Swimming was really one of the only things that I could do the same as the other kids my age. Um, mm -hmm. So we moved to Tecumseh. There was a local uh, swim uh, team in uh, Lacoste Park, just a summer fun swim team. And I, uh, you know, was able to walk with my mom and dad to the pool and I joined the swim team and um, they kind of traveled around to other little local pools and that's where I got the bug for, uh, for swimming and where I was like, oh, I, I definitely love this and want to see where it can go. And was, what was the, uh, first arena complex that you started swimming at again? Uh, so it was actually Beach Grove was like my very oh, first okay. uh, local. Yeah. And I remember like that pool because I love French fries and they had the best French fries at Beach Grove. <laughs> um, and so I still remember uh, that was always like the best one to go to in the summertime. Um, but yeah, so from little local swimming pools, it, it grew and grew, obviously. Wow. That's uh, and now we have, you know, the International uh, Aquatic Center in Windsor. Have you been able to use that since? 
Um, I have. I've been able to swim in that pool. What a gorgeous pool. Um, just recently being at the Lancer Toldo Center and getting to see the new pool that's there. It's, I mean, yeah. my goodness, the University of Windsor has gone. It's just an incredible facility. And so uh, I'm just so happy for our upcoming swimmers and, you know, our university athletes and anybody that loves the sport that we just have so many options around um, the city now with, you know, we have the Atlas Tube Center out in, in Bell River. And so there's so many options of great pools to get people involved in swimming. And that really makes me excited to see, you know, we have some pretty amazing local talent that's come out of some, you know, not the best facilities at times. Um, but mm -hmm. now we have the facilities to just push forward those swimmers. So it's really exciting to see where it's going to go. And aside from being swimming, just, you know, being a sport that you're, you're able to, to uh, be involved with when you're younger, what else about it do you really enjoy? For me, even still to this day, um, when I'm on land and you have a physical disability, there's a lot of things that you can't do. There, um, there's a lot of things that you have to find your own way to do. And though I don't let those things stop me, they mm -hmm. really put boundaries around what I can do or constantly having to think about, you know, how am I going to get up those stairs or what am I going to do when I'm in the water? It is freedom. There's nothing I can't do. I can play with my kids exactly the way any other mom plays with their kids. Um, but for me, my favorite part is when you dive into that water and you just kind of feel everything just being left on land. And uh, now having five kids, it's nice to leave it on land and dive in <laughs> and it's quiet. And uh, yeah, and you just get to have that freedom of, pushing your body as, as hard as you, you want or as easy as you want. And there's really no limits in the water. Are there any up and coming swimmers in your, in your family of, of five? Oh my gosh, I am trying so hard. Nobody is showing any uh, interest right now. Morgan, who's only 16 months old, I would say loves the water the most at this point. So um, they all swim in the summertime and they all love the water. But uh, yeah, they all say soccer and I'm like, we're swimming, <laughs> but I'm trying not to be that, uh, too pushy. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. yet. <laughs> now, uh, you, you did mention um, the uh, diagnosis you received uh, quite young. Um, and there's been, you know, recently in, in the past year or two, um, there's been other challenges in your life and, and, and obstacles that you've had to, to, to overcome. Mm -hmm. um, how were you able to persevere during, during some of, you know, the toughest moments in, in your life and really that some people are faced with um, in this area. It's just, uh, it's, it's amazing to see that, that comeback. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I chalk it up to all of the experiences I've had from, you know, mm -hmm. being a really little kid with growing up and learning what this body could and couldn't do and how to, how to push it to set those goals and achieve those goals. Um, and then, I mean, for me, I, I, I needed to be back with my family. I, I just needed to change that mindset of I'm not going to survive or I'm not going to make it. And it, it is, I will go home. I will sit up again. I will walk again. I will get back to my husband and my children. Um, and my incredible support system for sure. Mm -hmm. And not just from family and friends, but from our entire, um, community, the, so, I, I'm so grateful to have so many different networks from this community that, you know, complete strangers lighting candles and telling me, you know, you can do it. And we, we, we believe in you. We know you're going to come home um, and we want you to keep on pushing through. So 
Uh, for me, it was a great battle for my mental health as well as physical getting back to, you know, you, you don't go in and expect to wake up on life support after you have a baby. So I knew I had to, you know, do a lot of work and really set those little steps. I am a huge believer in we can have an end goal, but we've got to set those small goals to get to that end result and really focusing on what can I do? What are the facts and what can I do? And moving forward with that. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine, like, especially being in the hospital, um, it must be tough to just flip that switch and, and just be positive. Like I, I've never, I haven't been in that situation and I don't know how I would, how I'd be able to flip that switch. Yeah, it was difficult. I mean, there's times where I wasn't at Vegas sunshine every morning or my poor family, my mom and dad and my husband had to endure the worst. Apparently I didn't wake up very nice at first. So that uh, survival mode was like, I need water and I needed it right then. And, um, but also just being able to be okay with needing to ask for help. That was the greatest lesson I've learned in all of this is that I didn't have to do it on my own. And there were moments where I could have those breakdowns and have those dark moments and then have the support behind me to say, okay, let's go now. And it was often my husband saying, okay, you, let, let's go. I'm going to take your hand. We're going to take that next step forward. Mm -hmm. and, and look where, where you are now. It's Here you know, I am. <laughs> <laughs> a book later. A book later. <laughs> so... Um, now if we can just talk a little bit about your book and anyone that is watching, please feel free to, to drop your, your comments below any questions that you might, you might have, uh, if you've read the book, tell us what you think. And, um, <laughs> but what are, what are the biggest things that you think, uh, individuals reading your book would be able to take away from it? Um, I hope they take away that I'm, I'm real. I'm the same as everybody else um, that, you know, I really believe in, you know, my faith really got me through our, our community. I'm reaching out and the importance of connection and connecting with people and family and helping you, you know, get through um, everything that's going on. So really, um, I hope that they laugh. I've had a lot of struggles in my life, but I've had a lot of great moments too. So Really, for me, it's important that we learn to celebrate, right? We often, we, we deal with the bad. And then when the good comes, we kind of put it in a little box and we forget to blow it up and celebrate the good so that you have those emotions and those feelings um, when the struggles come. So I hope people just enjoy it. Take a break from the craziness of what's going on around us right now and enjoy the story um, and, and know how healing it was for me to be able to do this. But also it's my thank you letter to the community and to all the support. So if you're reading the book, if you're holding the book, you've connected and you've become a part of my support network. And do you have a, a favorite chapter? Looks, there's a bunch of chapters in here. Is there a, is there a favorite that comes to mind? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I really, I love all of them. I think Awakening would probably be my, uh, my favorite chapter right now. Um, and then uh, probably the one I'm most proud of is, uh, and where we get a lot of laughs is like mother, like son. So when you, uh, when you can get in there, uh, it, it's a difficult chapter, um, but it also has probably one of my most embarrassing things that has ever happened in my life recorded in there. So it, it's uh, it's in there. And so it's got to be down as one of my favorite. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate the openness. And, and that chapter is on uh, page 130. Yes. So don't don't skip it if you're yeah. <laughs> if you're reading the book. 
And you know what? The best part of this book, I, there's a couple pictures in here. There's a lot of pictures in there. There are. I uh, Yes, I let you know, hey, if you're going to be real and raw, then you got to be real and raw through all of it. So uh, Marty and I really decided that we wanted this to be as open as possible and to really let the reader feel like they were walking alongside my life journey. And the only way you can do that is by putting in some photos. There's some of my favorite and there's some not so much. And I'm sure you can guess by just looking at some what are not so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, just just knowing uh, Marty Benito as well. Can you share what the book writing process was like? Uh, did you enjoy it? What, what was that all about? It was incredible. Um, I don't think I could have. Well, I know I couldn't have done this with anyone else. Um, we uh, protected our Thursdays um, and they became, you know, Thursdays with Marty. Um, I have an amazing dad. I have an incredible father-in-law and I never knew I needed another figure like that. And uh, Marty quickly became a friend and a mentor and a, like another father figure um, in my life. Um, and this really was so healing for me, um, getting to, you know, talk about the story and share the story, um, and then just really move through it with him. And he just held space for me. Um, he let me feel the emotions that I needed to feel. And he knew when it was enough. And he knew when he could push a little bit further. So uh, it was a great process. I I'm really, really happy with the whole process and how it turned out. And you must be so much closer to, to Marty now after after writing together. Yeah, I'm sure he rolls his eyes when he sees my name come up on his phone at this point. Um, our, our like joke right now is like, okay, well, we'll talk seven more times before the end of the day. So uh, yeah, and he's always doing something really cool. And I'm always like, I got to go change a diaper. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how long did it take? Um, so the whole process took us about nine months from when we started um, mm -hmm. our journey and meeting together. Um, I unfortunately ended up back in the hospital quite a few times throughout this process. So it delayed us a little bit um, at yeah. that time and, and going through that. So it was a good solid nine months um, of just kind of meeting and figuring out, you know, it's my life story, but my life is going on. So we were trying to figure out like, when do you end this and when do you stop? So uh we just kind of, when we felt like we had a complete story, we stopped and hit the edit and sent it to publish. So, And now it's in, I believe, Indigo as of this week. It is. So it is available wow. now. Um, it's on my website, which is daniellecompo.com. It's available in both Indigos at Devonshire and uh, in Tecumseh. And it's also available on um, Amazon. So uh we're, we're really excited. And of course, it's uh, available in our local bookstores as well, which is even more exciting. Yes, yes. And there's uh, a book signings that you have coming up, I believe, as well. Yes. So I will be out in Amherstburg um, this Sunday from, uh, yeah, from one <laughs> to three. So we're really excited. Marty and I will be there together. Um, a lot of people have been asking if they can get the book signed before Christmas as they're giving this out for Christmas gifts. So we'll be there together. Um, and then if you don't get it out signed before Christmas, um, on January 29th, I'll be at uh, 
uh, Give and Go Sports Education is teaming up with Canadian Mental Health. They're doing an incredible sports seminar, and that'll be at St. Clair College. So that's from two to four. So you can get tickets for that at uh, the Canadian Mental Health Association. And then before that, on January 4th, at my birthday, I will be at the uh, Spitfire game. So Marty and I will be together signing books there. So um, we're, we're really excited and we'll have all of that up on social media so people can follow. And we just hope people come out and get, if you want to get, get a new book or get your book signed and just come and connect. We love hearing the different pieces of the book that people are picking up things that I would have never thought somebody, you know, would, would find from the book and comment. So it's really fun mm -hmm. to see the different things that people are grabbing out of the book. And, and what are those things that you've been hearing so far? That's, uh, I guess, surprising you. Yeah. So my grandpa was big on counting hawks whenever we drove down the 401. Um, so a couple people have said to me, um, you know, I love that now I'm noticing hawks all over everywhere <laughs> I look, I see hawks. Um, so that's felt so good because his spirit is alive. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, I cannot believe how much humor and how much craziness you've gone through. Um, so pulling out that um, and just enjoying um, the way that we talk about the Olympics and like they're getting to be, you know, present at the Olympics for those races. So uh, it's been really neat. Um, and people, you know, have said like the hard chapters of, you know, sharing about what went on and we all can relate to a time that we struggled. And so that's probably the thing I'm the most proud of is that people are connecting their struggles or struggles that other people are going through and it's giving them hope. And what more could you ask for? Mm -hmm. No, exactly. And one question I forgot to ask, what inspired you to write a book? So I knew that I wanted to, to write down my story for my kids. I knew that mm. um, you couldn't just look back on this in five years or 10 years or, you know, um, and I also knew I really wanted to do something to give back to our community. Um, because how do you say thank you to a community that is literally lit their candles and, and, and helped keep you alive. Right. Yeah. Um, and we are Windsor Essex County. Like I'm, I, from all over, I was getting messages and seeing pictures of candles. And so everyone would say three things to me. I prayed for you. We're so happy you're better and you should write a book. And so I thought, <laughs> well, I better take up that, right? Um, I better write a book. And I sat down at my computer to write that book and quickly realized I am not a writer. And that is not going to happen if I try to do it. And that's where Marty and I partnered up. And this is what we got as our end result. And it's, it is, it's a beautiful book. Was there any, uh, like a reason you chose the yellow and the black? I, I imagine there's some Easter eggs in here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, the title just comes from so many of the struggles and coming back to a, a place of living and a place mm -hmm. that I would define as living and being okay with what you were left with. Um, the yellow is the, the light of the candles. I can't tell you how dark it can feel and alone in that hospital and seeing the flickering lights of every candles. I mean, my best friend drove from Windsor to London with her candle lit in her car because she just needed to sit outside of the hospital room and oh. didn't let that candle go out. So, and the, like people putting candles at the end of their driveways and, and making sure that their candles were lit the entire time and wow. continuing to light candles for people in our community. So um, it felt right that it would be like the light of a candle and, uh, and needed to be, you know, powerful and, and strong.
Wow. No, it, <laughs> yeah, I, that's a, a deep meaning. And I, I, you know, you just look at the book and you think, oh yeah, she likes yellow and, and black, but no, there's more to it. And sure. uh, the story of, of your friend uh, bringing a candle all the way to London is uh, great and risky. Yes, right. I above, like, I'm like, I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, but hey, she did it and it made it. And uh, she took all safety precautions. I guess we have to say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> she did everything she needed to do to keep it safe. But uh, but yeah, so it's um, there's a lot of meaning in, you know, we we could have written, you know, 20 more chapters and people have said that to us. We wish it was longer, um, but it was really important that it stay real, it stay raw and it stay in my voice. Yeah. And you can always write a second book, right? Well, there you go. I think we're going <laughs> to just like let things settle for a little bit. And you, you never know. I've been asked if I'm going to write a kid's book. So I'll have to see how Marty is at rhyming or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and my final question before I let you go, because it's dinner time. Um, outside of being an author, uh, a Paralympian, award winner, you're also a motivational speaker and so much more. Um, what do you do for fun or uh, on the side, I guess? For fun and on the side. Yeah. Um, it Days are busy and packed. Um, right now, probably I would say my greatest excitement is watching, you know, the little kids just play and it's crazy. Any Anyone who has children knows it's busy, especially this time of year. Um, my six-year-old's in hockey right now. So I've become a hockey mom and heading to the <laughs> arena and watching that happen. And you know, and not just saying it because we're, we're here and we're having coffee together. Um, but when I can have a chance to have a great cup of coffee with, you know, friends or family um, and just hang out and connect and laugh. And oftentimes it's that those moments where, you know, we're just uh, we're just enjoying the fact that I'm here and you really don't take anything for granted anymore. So. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Your, your outlook must have changed, you know, after after these moments where, you know, things could have well, they changed in a second, but you know, could have went away. Like you must have a completely different perspective on life. Yeah. I mean, I'm still real. I get frustrated like any other person, uh, but you are quickly humbled by the little things just don't matter. Um, mm -hmm. I think what's changed the most is the gratitude that I have to people. Um, there's a couple people that have signed on Mark McGuire, Dave Hunter that I can see. And just that connection that people have made and walked alongside our family and their health like it's just unbelievable how thankful I feel to the community and how much I need to share that um when you know everybody will say I'm so sorry I came up to you but I just needed to say and I always want people to know don't say you're sorry I I cannot censor what my kids will say and it probably will be crazy and they may be hiding behind me making faces but we don't mind people stopping us in the community because we're so grateful and we're so mm -hmm. thankful um, that people are, you know, purchasing the book and sharing the book, liking the book, and just so thankful that they came along and, and are with us on this journey. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely thankful and filled with gratitude for our whole community. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I think just after this conversation, it, it, it makes me want to appreciate things in life, just being mm -hmm. able to wake up, wake up and, and be able to read a book and, and all those little things um, that, you know, we can just be thankful for. Um, so, you know, you inspire me and, and so many others. And I, I just want to say congratulations on your book. Well, thank um, it's you. fantastic. Thank and you so much. Those watching, get out and buy it. 
I have to say, so when I bought this book at the River Bookshop, <laughs> yes. it was the last one on the shelf. And it was yes, like not even a week after. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I felt so bad because people were like, are you sure it's there? Because it's gone. And I was like, we, we're getting more. Poor Marty. He put a lot of miles. We have to thank, do a shout out to Marty's wife, Nancy, because she has literally taken over like CEO of planning and organizing. <laughs> she is supplying the bookstores and they are uh they are flying out and uh for sure so uh we gotta thank them for sure and i see gratitude is our mantra and that's my mother-in-law linda so oh. hi <laughs> and uh but yeah so thank you for you guys and all of your support my goodness uh the books shop has been amazing and and just uh we're excited that we get to come on sunday and sign some books and meet some people yes like well, I won't be there, but those that can that can make it, go check it out. Get your book signed, uh, buy a book. It's really everywhere, so there's no excuse. And yeah. <laughs> it's a great Christmas gift. And you probably didn't expect, Danielle, that you would be uh, wrapped up in a box and given to people. Yeah, no, I definitely did not expect that. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny when people say that to me, like, we want to give it for a gift. And I'm like, oh, I hope there's not a lot of people around the city doing that. You know, when you open that gift that you're like, what is in this box? <laughs> so I'm really hopeful that uh, people are excited to get the gift. And if not, like, sorry. <laughs> no refunds. No refunds. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, thank you for your, your time, uh, Danielle. And congratulations on the book and also uh, your honorary doctorate that's going to be announced next year. What a week, what a month it's been for you. Um, and keep continuing to inspire so many in the community. We uh, we definitely love you. So Well, thank you so much. And you are the definition of connection and keeping people connected. So thank you for all you do. It's incredible how many uh, episodes in you are. And so we're, we're so proud to keep watching you grow. So thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Everyone watching, you can check out the recap on coffeewithcraner.com and daniellecampo.com for your, your book. We'll see you soon. Thank you.